Hey there, my name is Srirag and you're listening to Project Passion. First off, I want to apologize to the two fantastic people that I interviewed last week, but I honestly just have not had it in me to put out those wonderful episodes. One of the conversations is actually edited and ready and everything, but the state that the world has suddenly found itself, my ability to actually sit down and create something a little upbeat and positive has somewhat gone completely out of the window in the last uh, couple of weeks or so. You might have noticed that last week I didn't actually put out an episode. And it's the same thing. I, I just did not feel like I needed to contribute anything to that particular conversation last week. And if I wasn't going to contribute anything to that particular conversation that was happening last week, I just did not want to you know, take away any uh, attention that that conversation was getting. Because it's an important conversation that we need to have about racism, about police brutality, and all of these other things. Don't think that I'm actually in a bad mood or anything like that. It's just, I'm actually in a, in a pretty good mood. I recently reread um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is my go-to happy book. If you've not read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I highly recommend it. It's a wonderfully random, just... Things just happen out of nowhere sort of book, which um, I mean, I guarantee that if you try it within the first two pages, you'll be bursting out laughing. <laughs> and yeah, so the, it wasn't a question of my mood as such. It was just, I did not have it in me to put out an episode last week. What I am feeling is anger. Anger at what is happening in the US, at what's happening in India. Really, the world just feels like a terrible place right now. If you're listening to this in the future, this was the week that the world saw massive protests all over the place in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, I'm not going to sit here and claim I understand the issue just because I've read a few books, but I'll say that there is no end to the amount of empathy that I feel for the community. Being marginalized and made to feel like you don't matter in this world is nothing new to the Asian community. Difference is, it's usually people of our own community that does it to us. In most cases, it's with our own families, in fact. The lives that black people lead in the US is is basically our lives just at a horrendously magnified scale. And it's with the right reason because most of us in Asian countries as well as uh, African countries, have been subject to occupation by powers. Of course, I'm not comparing our occupation to slavery, but occupation on, on every continent uh, was was pretty bad. Before I go any further, I will tell you that I'm not actually going to be putting on an interview this week. This episode is something of a trial. It's just going to be me. And I am pretty much just going to vent for I don't know how long. Um, so if you feel that you cannot listen to this or you don't want to listen to this, um, feel free to hit pause and, you know, go listen to something else and, and come back next week when I've hopefully found the willpower to put out my usual content this week though, I just want to talk. So I put out a question to my followers on Instagram for another project that I'm working on. The question was very simple. 
what would be the worst action that you could take according to your parents i want to thank everyone for responding and some people i actually ended up having um short but sweet conversation with as well uh, beyond just their responses it's been quite illuminating of course many people just responded with the things that i thought would be what you could come up with as a you know a brown person marrying somebody outside of your religion is a big topic drugs booze you know all of those things however i found a trend in a whole bunch of the replies outside of these usual suspects now i may not be much of an authority when it comes to the average black life but i am something of an authority on what i call the unbearable weight of expectations which is basically what this episode is going to be about it, it is going to be about the unbearable weight of expectations so what is the unbearable weight of expectations well it manifests itself in two ways either you are told that you have to follow a rigid path in life that your choices do not matter to anyone your parents before you had no choice you will have no choice either or you are given complete freedom to choose a life that you want to choose as long as you become the best at that chosen field in an asian household there is no place for somebody who comes in second place now in the first instance if you are lucky you can break the bonds and do something you actually want to do and fall into the second trap as a result or as in most cases you will follow the path of least resistance and just end up doing whatever it is that your family wants you to do in most cases it is become an engineer to become a doctor but i even found cases where people are against um, their family members that their children becoming doctors which is quite a surprising thing to me because in in our uh, communities especially when you're coming from kerala and i can only speak for people from kerala because i'm from there the choice is always between you have to become an engineer or you have to become a doctor now when you follow that path of uh, least resistance what happens is you end up developing deep deep resentment towards the people that forced you down that path a resentment that then carries itself over to the next generation and then the next generation and then the next it's a vicious cycle in my own case it was the second case though understanding that this is not a indictment of my own parents or anyone's parents for that matter i'll get to the parents issue in a in a minute talking about the second kind of the unbearable weight of expectations the result is not so much resentment but an all consuming guilt which you can never quite escape i cannot tell you the number of nights that i have lost sleep thinking about why in a particular thing that i've chosen i'm just not good enough having passions that were far away from what anyone would call a sensible career choice but being unable to realistically invest any time or effort into it because of the fear of failure that comes from being asked to be the best at everything you do finding it nearly impossible all my life if you come from a desi household or as i've discovered an asian household you know that this weight is placed on your shoulders nearly from birth competition is something that is driven into you by everyone from your parents to random uncle and aunties even people on the street sometimes it's a culture more than anything else that creates this guilt this fear of failure when they call you after a while all they ask about are your grades after a while they'll ask about whether you got a job 
then about whether you got married then when you're getting your raise about when you're getting children and then that cycle continues all over again the culture of needing more and more is ingrained in us at such an early age that taking a risky path in life one where you might actually have to struggle a bit to achieve your goals you that you might have becomes a ridiculously more difficult task and sometimes the pain that comes with imagining a scenario where you don't succeed and just succeed but become the best at something not just succeed but become the best at something is just so much that you give up and 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 choose the easy path you need courage to take risks in life and that courage is not something we value much in our communities i cannot say that my parents or our parents are to be blamed for this they are as much victims here as we are students of behavioral economics will be familiar with the idea of the sunken cost fallacy it's an idiot idea if you really get down to think about it uh, idiot not in the sense of the theory is wrong but the fact that we fall for it is insane a sunken cost fallacy is when you do something just because and only because you have already spent your money on the right to do something think of the time you went to a buffet for example and decided to overeat just because you had paid extra money for it or the time you decided to play through injury at a football game because you had already made the payment for the pitch and it was non refundable now this is not just the case with money the sunken cost fallacy rears its head even in other investments like time think about the number of people who stick with relationships with abusive partners just because they have already put so much time and effort into it no amount of effort you have put into anything in the past is worth a future where you are fundamentally unhappy so why did i make a sudden left turn into sunken costs and economics it's because i believe this is the main reason why our parents and the community that they're a part of subjects us to this mind numbing torture most of the people in our communities have escaped incredible tragedies this might be abject poverty for many of us civil war or as is the most common case occupation by a foreign power that left us trained both emotionally and in terms of the wealth of our nations this meant that our parents and their communities had to work extra hard to get to the points that other communities would get to with considerably less effort it meant that when they saw one of their daughters being married into circumstances less than their own they felt that sunken cost fallacy kick in but across multiple generations remember they're not just holding their own expectations on their shoulders they're ex- they're holding expectations of multiple generations that have come before them costs have been sunk in for them as well when she goes off and marries below her quote unquote station the pang of loss that is felt has reverberations that go back decades this is the legacy that is passed on to us an infinite cycle of sunken costs in terms of time effort dreams aspirations and yes money this is why we are bred to focus on making money on becoming the best in our professions because the pain of loss in sunken cost terms is just far too much for our parents to bear by themselves i heard a lot of stories this week but this one kept coming back i am afraid of not living up to the choices that i decided to make i'm sorry but people who do not come from the background that we come from cannot understand what this means what carrying entire clans on your shoulder does to the way in which you see the world it forces your entire life to become a hustle there's barely any space left for creative expression 
you aren't just taking a risk with your life because it's not just yours it's the lives of so many that have worked to get you where you are to give you the privilege that you enjoy how dare you throw that away for the happiness of one person so we take it and resent them for it or rebel and cut off all family ties and resent yourself for it i wish i had answers but i'm afraid i i don't i suffer from pretty much all of the exact same things that i've described and the reason i decided to put out this episode and talk about this was because i can see those patterns in in so many people that um i thought maybe if i share my own experiences somebody else might uh, end up you know getting a bit of satisfaction that they are not alone all i can offer though is is some advice know that you are in a cycle so know that your parents are also in some form of the cycle themselves nothing i can say will relieve you of the guilt you feel or are about to feel but you do have control over how you react to the people around you you have to find it in your heart to forgive those who came before you they just did what they did to escape their lives they did not know that expectations have a way of layering themselves on top of each other until that weight becomes unbearable i mean how could they possibly know they just wanted to give their children a life that they could not have forgiveness is not for the people who take it it's for the people who give it to have a chance to have a more peaceful mind it's up to us to recognize those patterns so that we can at least break the chain and the next generation has a chance of becoming a bit more mentally sound break the chain thanks for listening if you want someone to talk to about expectations my ears are always open please do send me stories of what you're going through i'm sure it could act as a help to whole bunch of other people and if you're okay with it i'd love to share it on this uh, podcast talking about it really does help honestly get it all out there and remember if you see someone who's not taking it well reach out and remember to forgive so that's basically it from me this week if you'd like to know a little bit more about what the black lives matter movement stands for and why the issue is an important issue for pretty much everybody to get behind i highly recommend reading tanahasi coates's book between the world and me it's not a very long book i think maybe it's less than 200 pages it's written in the form of a letter from a black father to his son just about the conversations that nearly every parent has to have with a black son in america the other side of the coin if you want to understand a similar issue from an indian perspective i highly recommend b r ambedkar's book the annihilation of caste the untouchable so called untouchable uh, society or community in um, india was the or continues to be the equivalent of the black community in the us in many ways and their struggle is also important to understand from an indian perspective and 
I'd really like to know if there are books or resources which are relevant to your community, whichever your community is, that I can maybe read up on myself. It's a, a difficult world that we're facing at the moment with the virus and the uh, brutality cases which are just coming out one after the other, murders which are happening in, in India, elephants being killed with exploding pineapples. It's just a horrifically depressing state of affairs all around the world. But whenever I see peaceful protests or the number of people that show up to fight for equality or for you know, anything that is good in the world, I always feel a tiny bit of happiness. I always feel a tiny bit of hope that there are people out there who care, who are willing to risk um, disease and whatever it is that you might get. You might even get killed at one of these protests. And there are people who are more than happy to go out there and, and show their solidarity, show their support, because they recognize that the system is flawed. And that that always ends up giving me a lot of hope. So I hope that this episode has also given you something to think about. As always, subscribe to the podcast. I'm hoping next week I come up with slightly happier content. I actually do have an interview with this fascinating person who is a personal stylist. And just an interesting conversation about the growth of fashion and, and a whole bunch of other things which are coming up. I don't really have a quarantine story of the week, but... As always, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment on uh, iTunes. And when you're leaving a comment on iTunes or sending me a, a message on Instagram, please do share your own uh, experiences with the subject, which is the unbearable weight of expectations. I really like to hear about it from you. Thank you for listening.